As moms, we bind to the message that motherhood is a life of chaos, overwhelm, exhaustion, and putting ourselves last. And while it does require sacrifice and can be overwhelming at times, the idea that becoming a mom means you no longer exist or matter is simply not true. I'm on a mission to help you find yourself again. Yes, even in the chaos. And remind you that you still matter. I want you to stop believing that you have to wait until fill in the blank and start right now right where you are. A life of abundance and joy where you can truly thrive at work, home, and life can be yours if you're willing to start right where you are. Join me each week in conversations about motherhood, mindset, balancing all the things, and doing what you can with where you are because you are worth knowing and you are more than mama. Hey, it's Kaysen. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Mama podcast. Okay, friend, I don't know about you, but I have a lot going on. I'm thinking you might have a lot going on too. I'm just in the season of transitions. We have kids going back to school. I'm launching things in the business. The podcast is continuing to do well, so that's kind of in maintenance mode. But there's a lot of things on my plate right now that I'm juggling, and I have a feeling that you can relate to that. So we have a lot of things going on, and sometimes I find myself in this place really quickly, and other times it's a really gradual build to kind of like this place of over overwhelm. However it happens, that's where I'm finding myself right now. And if you're with me, then however we got here, we're here. Okay, so now what? This time it came on quickly. It was like, bam, out of nowhere, all the stress, all these things to juggle and transitions. So I wanted to share what I do during these times. These are practical takeaways that you can implement into your life and routine if you're feeling a little all over the place. So let's get started. The number one thing that I do is stick to my morning routine. Okay, I know that you guys probably hear me preach morning routine all the time, but it is vital to getting your day started off on the right foot and getting yourself grounded and really having some breathing room and a buffer, if you will, in between the time that you wake up and your kids waking up. Now, granted, if your kids are getting up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., then this is probably not going to work. Or if you're not sleeping through the night, then this is probably not going to work. But if you're sleeping through the night and you feel well rested and like you can get up a few minutes before the kids, I highly suggest that you do this, okay? What I do is I get up, I have a time where I read, I kind of sit, I meditate, I pray, and I set an intention for the day. I'll say an affirmation and just kind of remind myself of who I am and set an intention for the day, set my focus so that I have something to come back to throughout the day, especially whenever it feels crazy with the kids or, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. So sticking to a morning routine is really, really vital. Even if you just get up and you sit kind of quietly or you just kind of take in some deep breaths, and get grounded and ready for the day, that's the number one thing that I recommend and that I'm sticking to during this time of transitions and during this time of really kind of feels like stress and overwhelm. This helps me to release the stress. It helps me to release the overwhelm when I can be more intentional and whenever I can stay focused and stay grounded. So having that time in the morning before my girls get up is really vital into launching me into the day. The second thing kind of piggybacks off the first, which is getting enough sleep. So if I'm wanting to get up in the mornings, I got to make sure that I'm getting to bed on time. So again, it may not be possible with really small children, but don't stay up intentionally. Don't stay up watching Netflix until 2 a.m. or scrolling Facebook or TikTok or Instagram, whatever you're on until midnight. That is not serving you, okay? I don't know about you, but for me, that triggers my anxiety whenever I'm sleepy, when I'm tired. It triggers my anxiety and actually makes me more reactive. And it 
it is just like a recipe for disaster, all of these things combined. So if I want to get up early in the mornings or earlier in the mornings and have that time, then I have to make sure that I'm getting to bed on time. And so it requires discipline, it requires some self-control, and it's not always what I want to do, but I know that's what's best for me. And so I try to make sure that I get in the bed and get a full night's rest if possible. The third thing that I'm doing is fueling my body. So I'm not binging on Cheetos or Oreos or chocolate chip cookies or whatever other kind of junk food, whatever your weakness is, that is not serving you, okay? It might feel in the moment like what you need, especially when I get stressed or if I start to feel anxious or overwhelmed, I kind of want to use those things. I want to use food as like this escape to just, oh, just like relax for just a moment. But in the long run, I know that that does not serve me. It's going to make me feel worse. The sugar is going to make me feel worse. But I am also trying to be more intentional with making sure that I'm getting enough fruits, enough vegetables, enough lean protein, and also that I'm eating throughout the day regularly. So I'm not missing breakfast. Like it's so easy as moms to just skip breakfast or we forget. And then we eat a little bit of our kids leftover lunch. And then we're really not eating until four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And that's really not good for you. Like everything is tied together, your blood sugar, your hormones, like it just all plays in together. So we have to make sure that we're getting a well-balanced meal that we're eating often enough and really just fueling our body with food. The fourth thing that I'm doing is that I'm writing. So I'm journaling, I'm free writing, I'm brain dumping, whatever you need to do to get it all out. I just did a brain dump before I came and started recording this podcast because I know whenever my mind feels heavy and feels cluttered, there's a lot of things in there. There's a lot of things going on. And so it helps to get that out onto the paper. And I just literally wrote down every single thing. I wrote down my daughter's name and I wrote school and I wrote down everything that I've got to do until she starts school in a few weeks. And, you know, all the other categories that I have in my mind and the things that are going on with them, like the questions or the concerns or the to-do list with each category and get it all out. And then you're able to make space for these other things that are more important that need your attention. So writing, journaling, whatever you need to do, you can do that in the morning during your morning routine or before bed. Sometimes I do both randomly throughout the day. If you just all of a sudden, like I was just feeling really cluttered in my mind. And so I take a piece of paper and I just start writing all these things out because whenever you can get it out, then you make more space, okay? The fifth thing is gonna sound a little woo-woo. I don't know if any of you mamas are woo-woo or if you know what that means. But the fifth thing is breath work. So breath work is so important. Breathing is so important. I don't know about you, but whenever I start to feel stressed or overwhelmed or anxious, I find myself through the day not taking deep, full breaths. So I'm very shallow with my breathing. It's very rapid. And that obviously makes my anxiety worse. So if you're not getting enough oxygen, that's not good for your body and your overall well-being. And so I make sure to be intentional. I stop to take deep breaths. I do this in the morning with my morning routine. I try to stop throughout the day and just bring my attention and awareness to my breath and take some deep belly breaths. And then also in the evening before bed, I'll sometimes do a meditation video or just do a breathing exercise before I actually go to sleep. So don't underestimate something as small as your breath. Your breath is very, very powerful. And it's something that you need to make sure that you are actually doing correctly and that we're not breathing really shallow and rapid throughout the day. We have to stop and kind of pay attention to how we're breathing. Maybe you've never even noticed before, or maybe you do feel like, oh man, I haven't taken a really deep breath in what feels like all day long. So stop, pause, take a deep breath. If you're not driving, if you're able to close your eyes and just kind of 
pay attention to your breath and feel it and notice it, what it feels like in your body and kind of start to become more aware of those things. And then you can kind of become present as a side effect, I guess you could say, of becoming more aware of your breath and really paying attention to that. So I do breath work, I do meditation, and then obviously a prayer is something that is just a staple. Prayer and meditation is huge and kind of, like I said, just kind of centering myself and grounding myself in my identity and who I am and who Christ says that I am. And that's something that I do. However, that looks for you, just find time to really get quiet and remind yourself of who you are and your identity and kind of just meditate on that. You can do the breath work at the same time or you can do it separately, but that's the fifth thing is breath work and meditation. So I hope that these are practical things that you can start to implement into your everyday life. I understand that it's not really earth shattering or groundbreaking. There's nothing new under the sun really, but these things... You know, I wasn't doing these things before. I wasn't paying attention to them before. And now I do. And I'm telling you that it's like night and day. So if you have not been implementing any of these things or paying attention to any of these things, if you pick one and you start to implement it, and then over time you can add another one, or maybe you do a very beginner's version of each category, like don't go all crazy and try to get up for like a three-hour morning routine. And when you start to implement these things slowly into your life, you really are going to start to see change. It just requires consistency. It requires discipline and self-control, you know, all those fun words that we don't really like to talk about. But that's where change happens. And these things specifically will help you stay grounded in those seasons of transition when you feel like you're just being swallowed by the ocean or blown away by the winds and the tornado of life. When things feel crazy on the outside, you can always feel grounded on the inside regardless. But when your head and your mind and your thoughts start to feel cluttered and they start to swirl as well, then that's when you kind of have to reevaluate like, okay, how am I spending my time each day? What am I paying attention to? In addition to the five things that I've shared, just start to become more aware of the things that are taking up your time and start to practice these things consistently. And before you know it, hopefully you will make it out of this season of transition. You'll be out of this season of overwhelm. This will hopefully help keep you grounded during those times. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a second and leave a rating and review. This helps other moms to see the podcast and have access to the resources and information made available in these episodes. I appreciate you being here. If you're not already in our online community, you can join us at More Than Mama Community on Facebook. I'd love to see you in there.